Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's indoor adventure in Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, I am I'm very excited for today's adventure because uh, if you didn't know, last week our players finally completed Chapter 3 and have leveled up. Yay them! So, all of the changes have already been made to their D&D Beyond character sheets. Uh, so, if you're curious as to what our players took, what their decisions were, you can already find that using the D&D Beyond extension below. Also, we are only four followers away from hitting 200, which is really weird. Uh, so, if you're watching this on Twitch, you should definitely uh, share out with your friends and see if you can possibly get us... Uh, those four followers by the end of the evening because each follower that we get graybeard hits a Hits a set of armor in the face with a mallet RJ. So who's the new follower the new follower? Where I don't see There it is. is it, no, is, those are a bunch of hosts. Is it not our justice? There was not our justice 282 and then there was mad matter uh, Mad Matter 7, who followed about five hours ago. So, Mad Matter, thank you for the follow. Is he on? He's no, on. he's not. <laughs> but you can still give him a bonk to show uh, what people can expect if they do follow during the show. Sweet. What was his name? Mad Matter 7. Mad Matter, this is for you, buddy. Yeah! It's such a satisfying sound, and you can get a bunch more of those sounds if you convince your friends that we're a good podcast to listen to and hang out with. Joe called them. It's, get it's an easy convention. Uh, so, I don't think convention is a word, but it is now. Uh, so, going into last week's session of Water uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, you got... Oh, I forgot to adjust for your guys' stats on my layout, so I'm going to do that later. Sorry. Mental note. Um, so, last week in Waterdeep, you guys got sent uh, to prison, both uh, our dear friends Hubris and Ghost, uh, for being involved with with what will be known as the Growlhoon Villa Massacre, or, yeah, Massacre, uh, is the phrasing that is used. Uh, after you guys were uh, spent your night in jail in the same cell, you were then returned to Lady Growlhuns the following day. Uh, overnight, Kronk and uh, Torvash ended up becoming quick friends, uh, and in the morning made cupcakes to bring to their friends who they assumed they would be picking up outside of the jail. They they had gone to Lord uh, and Lady Growlhun's estate, where they were turned away, uh, and then proceeded to head towards the jail, where they were once again turned away, as the people who they had uh, gone to go and see were no longer there, but were actually back at Growlhun Villa, the very place that they had originally departed from. Uh, so, upon making their way back a second time, uh, they found themselves inside of Lord and Lady Growlhun's estate. Hubris learned a, uh, a family secret, rather, uh, that he is the first cousin uh, once removed, I believe, was the separation, uh, from Lady Yala Growlhun. Uh, and you have found out that you are... In, uh, an heir not only to, or not an heir, but a relative of this grand estate, uh, but 
your uh, another part of your family lineage has decided to rear up now that it has become more and more cold. Uh, as it seems like a old family curse has decided to rear its head during this ugly winter. Uh, then we ended last week's session with Hubris and Ghost having left a bathtub and Torvash downstairs uh, as a as a swath of guards arrived in spirits and spirits and arrested every single person in the bar minus Torvash and that is where we'll pick up so uh Torvash you are just kind of not exactly sure what to do in this moment uh and then that is when uh you hear a pounding from uh what you know to be the trap door I'll go open the trap door, I guess. Okay. Uh, and you see that there is uh, a tiefling that is red-skinned, uh, very short black hair. Uh, you had recognized him to be the cook the night previous. Uh, and you see that he actually has a few bottles, and he looks at you and says, uh, All the noise stopped. I heard a lot of shouting, so I just stayed down here. What's What happened? Do you have a snake tattoo? No. Well, come join me, because apparently everyone else here fucking had one, and it's just us. All right. Uh, and so he ends up uh, climbing upstairs, uh, and he's just looking around and sees that everyone else is gone. Um, and he just sort of looks at you and says, um, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go." That's okay. Um, there's nobody to make food for anymore. So don't really need a cook. And I get paid by the 10 day, so fuck it. You have yourself a good evening. Uh, and just make a note uh, if you end up using any of the stuff that we have prepped in the back. So that way I know in the morning uh, what to refill on. Have a good night, uh, and just steadily walk out the door, kind of leaving you once again in this uh, now completely vacant bar. Um, I just want to go on stage, and I'm just going to start playing the I'm All Alone, There's No One Here song, and just chill. Okay. Because I remember I told Lyft to tell the others, remember? Yeah. End of last session. Yes. So, uh, Hubris and Cronk uh, and Ghost, you guys have all kind of reconvened uh, in the general section near where you guys are, uh, or near where the bath was. Um, and that is when uh, you hear coming from uh, seemingly nowhere is Lyf, uh recreating the sounds of uh, what sounds like an arrest. Um, what the fuck? Then he makes a lot of noise to make it sound like a packed bar, uh, and then uh, there are cricket noises that follow. That can't be good. No, it can't. Um, 
Jorvis is going to throw on his coat and make his way downstairs. Ditto. Okay. Yeah, so all three of you go downstairs. Uh, and when you arrive in the bar... Uh, you can see that Torvash is sitting by himself. Uh, Torvash, were you? Did you end up going onto the stage? Oh, to... I'm up on stage. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. I'm here till next week. Try the brownies. Ooh. Didn't Just... know you were that bad to clear a house. What? Yeah, well, you know, maybe if all of your patrons didn't have snake tattoos and your stuff, except your cook, you'd still have people. What happened? Gods came and took everyone who was part of the Gentile. Now, like, I'm a good lawyer, but even I'm not that good. And I would have to charge for them. Did they have a warrant? <sighs> they need warrants in order to I'm pretty sure they might need warrants pretty certain when you're part of a gang that's just slaughtered a bunch of people in an estate, they probably have due right to come. Mm, true. Ah, uh, yeah. The murders. Right. Yeah. I look at the pamphlet. Is there anything about a warrant? <laughs> no. Alright. Ew. Fuck. I'm going to go outside again. Do I see any ruckus going on in the street? Uh, you see that there are... Uh, some of your neighbors have actually kind of come outside to see what all of the hubbub was about. Uh, and you see uh, that your dear friend, Emrit Froon, uh, is currently going around just kind of like mean-mugging your house and pointing at it while he seems to be uh, speaking very coyly to your other neighbors. Do I see any? <laughs> do I see any guards on the street? Uh, you see. Make a perception check. I think it's plus. Ooh, that's right. I'm playing ghost. Plus six, so that's a uh, twenty-three. Yeah, you end up finding a guard, no problem. You have to go a little bit out of your alleyway, uh, oh. and as you are walking uh, out of the alleyway entrance, uh, Froon, as well as some of your neighbors that you haven't really met, uh, I'll just sort of like give you the mean mug. They seem to kind of be buying into what he had been saying. Uh huh. Um, I'm just gonna before I head out. I'm gonna uh, just. I'll be right. I'll be right back. Uh, don't go anywhere. Uh, and then I'm going to, uh, as I'm going to walk down the street, I'm going to go uh, see if uh, the uh, herbalist is open. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Coralon's crown would be open at this point. Okay. Um, does it seem to be affected at all? No. Okay. When you um, walk in, Fala just, or like when you pass by, Fala just kind of waves at you. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, make sure I'm not being followed. Okay. I guess so. Perception or? Yeah, this is, we could go make a perception check with advantage because you'd be able to hear uh, if there was a like armored unit following you. Yeah, or not. Yeah. You know, any anyone following me? That's a, a twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a six. <laughs> so as you walk around. Uh, you don't notice anybody following you. 
Okay, I'm gonna walk in. Uh, hello. Oh, uh, hello, ghost. Uh, can I help you find anything? Um, no, but you should probably close up early tonight. Um, they're <clears throat> they're going around uh, collecting people like us. Like uh, shop owners. And I pull down my lip to reveal my tattoo. And their eyes just get kind of big. Like, I don't know how to tell you this. I'm not a... Oh. I don't... Oh. No. My apologies. I just thought... No. Sorry. I am... Do you mean Zaraj? Uh Uh-huh. We're friends. Right. Just friends? Yes. Okay. Is he home? He is. May I speak with him? Uh, more than welcome. Uh, he said that you could come and knock on his door at any time. At least that was what he told me. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, have a good night. <laughs> no, be careful. Would you? I'm always careful. Of course. Just, they kind of nod and uh-huh. uh, then you see them go around and start like making sure that things are set right in the shop front mm-hmm. uh, as uh, you go upstairs yeah. to Zaraj's room and I will gently knock who is it it's me why'd you knock come on in I will open the door okay uh and you see that Zaraj uh, is kind of just sitting uh, on a wooden chair that looks a little bit smaller for his form uh, and he just has a book open. Seems Didn't take you for a reader. Gotta keep busy somehow. A uh, bit of news for you. Um, our bar was just raided. No shit. Yes. Um, everyone was taken. Um, and I was concerned because they're probably looking for a half-orc, and... Hmm. Got a good point. Hmm. So you should probably lay low for a while. Well, I already got a pretty sweet gig here, so I think I might just stick around. Did we tell him what we did the night before? No, we got arrested. Yeah. No one told him. Okay. <clears throat> Also, uh, the reason everyone got arrested or taken away was we went to uh, the house, the manor, or the villa last night and um, just to stake it out. And we uh, discovered that the split-lipped bastard, as you had uh, referred to him, um, was holding uh, Lady Grauhoon uh, at knife point. And uh, so we went in. Um and saved her, and then realized that there were a lot of dead bodies downstairs. Uh, Zents, as well as her guards, workers, and such. Mm. And uh, Hubris and I were taken away, and she got us out. It seems like you got friends in high places. I try to. But you saw him. Mm-hmm. He got away. 
We almost killed him, but the guards got in the way. Well, now he's back on the street. Means I can start looking, or at least have somebody look into it for me. That would be a better idea, since they know what he looks like. They don't know what I look like, though. True. You're not on a list? Nope. Always trying to stay clear in the city. It's probably a good idea. You know, you probably shouldn't go around branding everyone in your gang. We didn't used to. It's been a new policy. Starting to get more and more people claiming their zens. Some kind of method to counteract the Xanathar Guild. Their open induction policy. Hmm, I see. But if you ask me, that doesn't exactly make for quality members. I agree. Well, I just wanted to make sure that you hadn't been bothered by these guards, so... Um... That's all. Sure well. you didn't come for anything else. And he kind of like stands up. <laughs> and she kind of uh, crosses her arms. Perhaps another night. <laughs> I don't want the boys to be worried. Of course. Well, after you tuck them in, you can feel free to come on back. I might just do that. <laughs> and she kind of slides out the door. Okay. He shuts the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna return to the house okay yeah so uh what are you guys doing while ghost is gone because she's gonna be gone for about 20 minutes or so uh Hubris is like peeking out the door looking around like, you sure you should be doing that it'll be fine it's cold you cough up shit. You don't know that. You're sick. Does, I know you're coughing up. I heard you cough. <laughs> yeah, there would have been some form of phlegm. I carry. I had to carry you back. You're sick, buddy. Uh, I wrap you like three times around. I don't know exactly. Okay, okay. I will be fine. I. You're also a snake person. I am not going all the way back to prison. Did I you? generally shut the door, pull my sleeve back, snap with presentation, and turn the tattoo completely white, like my skin. And then I shrug. On a list. Well, normally they'll look for the stick. It's like today. Tiefling, missing half a horn. Also, if anything... I think those were exonerated at some point. So still on a list. Some common guard probably won't know. Who's gonna stop somebody in the middle of the street and go, "Hey, are you hubris because you are white tiefling?" That's a little racist. White tiefling, this one on. A little racist. Do you think the guards care? Remember. Anyway. He goes back to peeking outside. Who's, who's standing outside? It's like all of our neighbors, basically, right? It's not. It's neighbors that you... Like, they weren't shop owners. They weren't prominent, uh, like, 
members of the community. They just sort of seem to be uh, other residents that kind of live around uh, the general bar. And you can see that uh, there is a small crowd now uh, around Froon, as you can hear. With He has a slightly raised voice and he's pointing towards your bar. Duck back in, close the door. So a shitstorm's coming. That's always nice. Wow. Uh, old man Froon lives across the way, owns Froon's, Bru- Froon's Brews, kind of doesn't like us, and he's kind of exciting a crowd, inciting a crowd. Do you want me to go try and defuse said crowd? I mean, I think they're at that point where it's pitchforks and torches and tar and feathering. I'm going to try and defuse the crowd because I don't want to get tarred and feathered for being associated with these people. Okay. Yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and calm them down. All right. I'm going to walk out with them. This is not going to end well. All right. So, Kronk, what are you doing? Are you following the boys outside? I th- No, I think I'm, I must have, because we got up and, and took off, made cupcakes and took off early. I think maybe I must have went down and uh, started, you know, working out because I missed my morning. Okay. Because um, I, I I rolled a perception check to see if you know suddenly ghost was missing without saying anything after the whole jail incident. Cronk mm-hmm. would have like lost his shit, but um, he doesn't even notice. So yeah, I'm just downstairs lifting weights. Okay. Yeah. So you're downstairs getting your work on. Uh, so Hubris, uh, Torvash leads you outside and he seems to just kind of be beelining directly towards Froon. Uh, and the two of you here, as you guys approach, uh, Froon is saying, And, and did you see? Not even an hour ago, they escorted 30 people out. It must be part of the massacre. Oh, it's you. And like, he just looks at the two of you as you approach. I haven't done anything wrong. Not you, him. And he points at Hubris. He's been keeping this entire alleyway up at night with his damn band playing, and it turns out that the entire thing is is some kind of gang. What what is that, an hour alleyway? I don't think so. It's not your alleyway. Do you live here? No. I do. I've lived here for quite a long time. This is my alleyway. This is our alleyway, isn't that right? And he, like, motion, like, kind of asks the the small crowd of about six people behind him that are all like, yeah, yeah, we have lived here for a long time. My father was raised here. Uh, And there seems to just be, like, a general crowd. I, like, look over at Torvash roll my eyes this could end really bad but tovash is gonna put on his sunglasses okay (laughs) sunglasses at night uh, he's gonna use the item okay um frame all right sounds good so uh what is your save dc for that item it's 13. okay wisdom so he got a 13 on the die Uh, very wise. But I will say he has disadvantage because he was not expecting you to just immediately look at him with sunglasses. 
And that's a nat one. <laughs> yes. So Torvash, how do you handle this situation with your stunners? <laughs> um, I'm just going to try and calm him down and be like, look, you know, it's not their fault. Um, guards always come in and harass innocent people all the time. Um, so maybe he should just get everyone back inside or else the guards may come back and get everyone else in the street for making noise. You know, you're right. For for a while now, you know, as, as much as I hate to admit it, they have been getting a lot of extra business into the alley. And... Really, I'm just mad because I want their place. I'm sorry, Hubris. I, no, listen, Froon. I should apologize as well. We shouldn't have, you know, violated like some noise law. What? We should have confirmed with you guys before it was cool to get a band up all night. Uh, and then one of the members of the crowd just, "Hey, you were really pissed a second ago." And he just. Ah, Look, I'm talking. It's fine. You guys should We're just okay. hug and make up. He's he is right. We we kind of do look like an almost unruly mob at this point. We should probably uh, ever we should all just head back inside. Uh, what what was your name? You, the very nice man with the nice glasses. Conrad. Well, it's nice to meet you, Conrad. He just <laughs> like extends his hand out to you. Nice meeting you too, friend. And then the crowd just oh. kind of disperses and Froon walks back into his shop. I'll take my sunglasses off and be like, in an hour he's gonna be super pissed. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I kinda of charmed him. Um and again he's gone no. <laughs> so Um you... Hey, but look, the mob's gone. The mob's gone, but I think there's something on the code legal about enchanting a citizen. For Conrad, who I believe is dead. <sighs> Admittedly, I don't look very inconspicuous either. The blue hair kind of... Uh... Well, I'm off. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Why have I crashed the night though? Because my place is very far away. How far do you live? I don't know. We ain't never really worked out where. Several I live. minutes away. <laughs> uh, I'll have. Crime. I know. I know a guard at like the south gate, so I'm assuming somewhere down the south. No, I'll have a uh, Kronk clean some space in Conrad's room for you then. Pretty certain there's a body in that room. Yeah, yours. There was a room I stayed in last night while you were in prison. So Oops. I'll probably just take them. There was an empty one. You just had five rooms. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, so okay. you should probably get inside before you start coughing. And we should probably get away before old mate comes back. Like, you I me. am fine. This is why I fucking didn't want this to happen. Winter. A lot of things, but yes, winter, one of them. I was actually hoping we would travel south at some point, somewhere warm, with little coconuts and umbrella hat straw things. Well, maybe later. 
we'll move in. All right. Uh, and it's around that time uh, that Ghost ends up coming back. <sighs> All right. So, how's everyone else's night going? You know, I have a very angry neighbor in like 45 minutes. His idea. I, right. So, lock up and go to bed? Let the lock up and go to bed. I defused an angry mob. Okay. Well, that's very impressive. How'd you do that? Sunglasses. At night? Yeah. No one suspects sunglasses at night. I think that's a fashion faux pas, isn't it? I think that it is. But you know what? If it worked, good on you. I'm going to look at both of their outfits and be like, you really can't be talking about fashion. Excuse me. I look fabulous. Ghost <laughs> looks great. This is an aesthetic. Yeah, you the 1920s. Uh... No. That's 500 years in the future. <laughs> I've seen shit, man. <laughs> well, uh, is there anything else we should be doing tonight? Unless we want to go hunting a heffle. No, the streets are going to be swarming with guards right now. Someone should probably get the big guy working out. Oh, is Kronk downstairs? I think that's where he said he went. Yeah, he's working out. Uh, I will go. I think to... we could hear the working out uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Serena I'll go Williams to the trap door. Kronk? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to lock up uh, the, the bar. Would you grab a bottle of wine and uh, come on up if you're done? Yeah. Be right there. All right. I'm gonna go to bed. I'll make his breakfast in the morning. How far is um Corlon's crown from our actual place? Maybe like three hundred feet tops. Thick. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, tomorrow. Sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um you guys head upstairs. Uh, Torvash, you said that you were heading straight to bed so that way you could make them breakfast in the morning? Okay. Um, I am going to uh, wait for Kronk to come up, have a little bit of wine. I brought a, uh, a, a nice bottle of white. He knows what's up. Uh, we're just drinking it out of the bottle, I assume. Works, works for me. Either that or out of, like, a fucking mug. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I am going to go into, uh, before we get ready for bed, I'm going to go into uh, Wolf's room uh, and cast uh, uh, Gentle Repose on him. Okay. He's starting to... Yeah, he's starting to marble a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Just to, you know, keep him fresh. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I will uh, put on my PJs and uh, have a little uh, uh, girls talk with Kronk. Kronk fills you in on how, how he's really jealous of your, your silk robe. Oh, you know, you we can get for... you one. Uh, I don't think we can afford that. That came from somewhere special, right? Another world? Oh, that's true. Um, perhaps I'm sure we can find you something. 
something close. It's good enough. Um, so, uh, I received a letter, uh, mm. from Wolf, and, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, when he, uh, when I saw him with Santar, we, mm. um, spoke, uh, and he told me that there was a letter in his room, and I found it, and that's why I got mad at Hubris, if you recall. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, um... I took a bath with Hubris earlier to keep him mm. warm, of course. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. He just, I don't know. He doesn't, he seems interested, but he's not. I mean, mm. he didn't even like make a move or anything. Mm. Maybe he's a nice guy. I mean, maybe. Anyways. In Wolf's letter, he was very clear about his intentions and how he felt about me. Hmm. And I'm going to hand you the letter. Nope. Okay. Um, hold on. I will send it to you. Um, I'm not sure how to take it because he's... I mean, when he was alive, he never mentioned anything and he didn't even like... And you know I, how I am, and never really seemed to respond to my advances at all. So I don't really know. Yeah, you did. You you, you did uh, flirt him up sometimes. Yeah. All but right. I do. I'm gonna read I, this letter. All right. Shall I read it out loud? If you'd like. <clears throat> Ghost. You need to know that no matter what happens, I need you to come back. I couldn't take losing you. So if you were ever think there is no way back, I will be there to be the light in the darkness. And even if I died a thousand times, I would find my way to you if it was needed every time. Losing my family hurt me so deeply that I never wanted to get close to anyone again. Then I met you and fell in love with the way you tilt your head and take in the aroma on the wind when we're up on the roof or outside the city walls. I want <clears throat> to be the reason your eyes light up like they don't like like they do when it snows. And now the only family I want to be a part of is one which involves you. <laughs> that, that that's pretty heartfelt. Yeah. And, he, he hands it, hands it back with a little verklem. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, this was a uh, translation of the note uh, that ghost, because the original note was in celestial. Mm. But yes, I just, I mean, I feel like, did you see anything like that? Hmm. Hmm. No. Well, sometimes him and hubris were like. You know, you got to do this and you got to do that. But it was mostly wolf, dog, and hubris trying to get him to do stuff. And yet he never did. I don't know. I think men are very simple, but at the same time, they tend to be very complex. Hmm. Maybe they're just afraid of something. <laughs> Me? Hmm. That'd be a good thing to be afraid of. <laughs> yes, I know. 
Kronk smiles, but he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Are you afraid of me, Kronk? Sometimes, just just when I'm starting to fall asleep. What does that mean? Well, you know the time before you were with me. Oh, right. So, you know, just yeah. Sometimes. Well, I am sorry. And I try very hard not to hurt you in any way. Mm. Well, um, I think I might go for a walk tonight. Mm. And she kind of like... <laughs> It's very hard for her to lie to you. <laughs> She's kind of just like. Um, That's what I mean. He because he's like, you just said. <laughs> I, I might go out and visit a friend. How about, how about me and my sneaky boots get you there and get you home? What if I don't want to come home tonight? Mm. Well, then I'll give you X amount of time. Watch the moon, and then I'll go home. You'll stay outside in the cold. I don't feel cold. I guess that's true. Well, let's get you a snack before we leave, though. Mm. She's going to get on her PJs and her robe, and then she's going to put on her jacket. <laughs> okay. There were brownies downstairs. Ooh. And then we're gonna clip clop. It's just just my footprints or footsteps <laughs> on the hall outside. All right. Now, are you are you trying to it. hide your exit uh, from Hubris, who lives in the room by the by the exit hall, or are you just freely going? I'm just going. All right. Cool. Ma- matching PJs. I don't have a robe, but I have purple elf boots. So. You should probably put on something. <laughs> you it just I know that you don't feel the cold, but it worries me when you're outside, All shoulders right. agape. All right. He grabs his cloak. All right. Thank on. you. You know I worry about you. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Down for brownies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you guys eat the brownies, and then I'm assuming you're heading over to Coralon's Crown. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So you head over there. Uh, you head inside of the store, uh, even though it's typically locked up to prevent people from uh, entering inside. Zaraj uh, had the wherewithal to make sure that it remained unlocked because he is a a a, a pretty observant uh, person. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody had come into the shop who wasn't supposed to be there, mm-hmm. he would be able to recognize that a little bit easier. Uh, so yeah, you make your way in, you head up to his room, uh, knock on the door. No, I'm just going to open the door. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to, what's he doing? Uh, at this point, uh, you see that he, uh, has a, uh, what looks to be a training sword in front of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he is shirtless looking like he has just gotten done doing some training. He's very sweaty. 
not overly sweaty, but he has a, right, a right. decent bit of perspiration on him. Right. Uh, his hair that well. is normally uh, pulled back mm-hmm. in a ponytail is very much like free flowing down his back uh, and kind of mm-hmm. getting into his face a little bit. Okay. Uh, and she's just going to walk in. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. And he uh, just continues swinging the sword for a while and just says, uh, not interrupting anything. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, close the door. And she does so. I just had uh, one last question for you. He sets it, like, just kind of sets his sword down by his side. And that is... And she takes off the jacket and she says, with gauntlets or without? He just smiles uh, and you see this big toothy grin and then that is where we will fade to black uh, on that scene. Hubris, what are you doing for the evening? Well, he was going to go to Coraline's crown, but... He still could. He still could. Like... Yeah, I was actually going to ask Sirash something tonight. Okay. Uh, we can say that you uh, can head over before Ghost ends up doing it. Uh, just because she ended up having her uh, bottle of wine girls talk party with Kronk, so you would know that she is currently in talks with him. Yeah. Uh, he swapped out his like white clothing for his normal clothes and the bladed boots on. Okay. Yeah, and you it's warmer. make your way over. Uh, and when you knock on the door, uh, you see that Zaraj is currently in the middle of the same kind of workout, uh, except that this time he has a glaive uh, instead of the sword that he will be wielding uh, when Ghost comes in. God damn. I'm, st- what? I'm still asking what the fuck they feed you. <laughs> they don't feed me anything. I feed myself. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. <sighs> Remember that, uh, I wouldn't want to say favor, but that thing you said that you could do? Yeah. 48 hours, Zod and Zord. Bring him here? Fight pit inside of the spirits and spirits. (laughs) Sounds good to me. I don't know if spirits and spirits will be the best location, though, considering what's just happened earlier. True, but I don't want to mess up such a pretty place. We got lots of safe houses. You got a house, right? That used to. Still there, I think. Sure. My old pad, then. Um, if you could find the arcane focus, please, that'd be cool. And the horn, too. (laughs) I'll be sure to do so. Now, you know what this is going to cost you, right? Well, the first part was, I don't want to say owed to me, but it was promised to me. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do the other two cost? A favor. We'll figure that part out later. But, if I need something done, you're going to be my go-to man. Fuck it. And he, he crosses over. Puts his hand out for you. 48 hours? 48 hours, my old place. You have my word. See you there. He just kind of nods his head towards you and then 
uh, waves you out of the room. Okay. Uh, so then you go back to your room. Uh, are you just heading straight to bed? He'll probably be in his chair thinking for a bit and then go to bed. Okay. Yeah, so then your guys, uh, Kronk, you end up waiting for uh, the predetermined phase of the moon. Uh, and Ghost has uh, has not come back out. You've heard that there was a little bit of a ruckus kind of happening in the room directly above you. Uh, but it didn't sound like she was in danger at all. Uh, so, And you've been with Ghost for a while now as her traveling companion. You You know... You know, yeah, uh, probably probably have like a crazy safe word kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. Oh, so, yeah. um, Kronk being starting to be of his own mind, uh, just conks out in the alleyway. Okay. Um, he he doesn't want to go back to bed by himself. Um, so, um. Yeah, he just wraps up in his cloak and becomes like like a stone or a barrel in the alleyway um, kind of thing. All right. Uh, and as you are making yourself comfortable and kind of finding a, a spot to lean up against the wall, you can see that the snowfall that had kind of picked up the day before is now getting even more so. Uh, and you can see that the streets that had kind of had these uh, blurries and gusts move the snow out of the way. So that way it was just tastefully in the corners uh, of buildings resting up against the streets uh, is now beginning to form a, a, a thicker layer. Uh, and as you fall asleep, you can actually feel it beginning to rest on your shoulders and on your personage uh, as well. So then we will go into the morning. Uh, Ghost, are you going to be a, uh, early riser or late riser? GTFO. Okay. Yeah, so you wake up, and when you, uh, are you just, like, quick walk of shame back to your house, or is this, like... Uh, there is no shame okay. in this walk, but oh. she's gonna, like, move his arm and, like... When you wake up, he is actually okay. not there. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Then, no worries. Boots up, you know jacket start to walk back okay yeah and so you open up the door uh first thing in the morning uh and the door swings open and where normally it would swing a little bit wider uh it has a steady stopping point uh, and when you look down you can see that some snow has actually shifted off Kronk, oh. uh who seems to have just sat in the alleyway all evening Kronk, she's gonna mm-hmm. kind of shake him mm-hmm. did you fall asleep Mm-hmm. You know, oh, arms like over your head. <laughs> a bunch of snow is just falling yeah. off of him. And then she's gonna, yeah. Dog shake it off oh, the floor. And he, he's not stiff or sore yeah. or even cold. So mm-hmm. he, unless it was magical cold nope. snow. Okay. Yeah. Then he just stands up and, um, you know, jammies on, cape open, and then he looks at Ghost and then covers his covers his jammies up in his cloak and then... I just want your shoulders covered all right you can flaunt I'm just saying I you know I worry um shall we mm-hmm. what do you want for breakfast as we walk back maybe there's a brownie there too left 
Maybe eggs for breakfast, Kronk. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Kronk, uh, you are currently in these very wet clothes. Are you going to get changed at all before heading back downstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go put on, like, my workout tunic and uh, and breeches. Okay. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're that sort of anime medieval version of sweat clothes. Oh, yeah. Like, like they're sleeveless, and then the pants are like a rope belt, but they're all gray. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're cinched around, like, just below his calves, so his feet are sticking out. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, the, the medieval version of sweat clothes. Mm-hmm. Workout sure. clothes. All right. So. Uh, and Hubris, when you wake up uh, and open up the door, you actually see Kronk passing in front of you. Uh, his wearing completely soaked jammies. Uh, as well as a cloak that looks like it has still a, a quite a bit of snow on it. Oh, you're muted. Oops. Krog, did you not... Where were you? Hmm. Outside. Doing what? Sleeping. In... Sorry. <laughs> 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 myself up some... <laughs> Okay, shoo, sleeping. Why were you sleeping outside? And Hubris is just like snapping and like drying him and cleaning him. Hey, that's a good trick. And I turn around, you know, do the rotisserie thing. Yeah. So, yeah, why were you outside sleeping in the snow? It happens sometimes. In my history of knowing you, this has never happened. Ooh, has it? That Kronk has wandered outside of the house to sleep in the snow? <laughs> because normally <laughs> you sleep with is, ghost. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, ha- has Ghost, have you had any of these night trips since we've been with these guys? No. Okay, then, yeah, then no, you. I guess not. So, you gonna continue? <laughs> yeah, are you gonna respond? Oh, did you, what did you say? I, I asked, guess I like, it. why were you sleeping outside? Who? I did not swear you to secrecy. I know, I know. At the same time, uh, I'm trying to be of my own mind. Uh, let me, I'm gonna throw a die. Uh, he he cracks a little and and says, "I was afraid ghosts would get caught up with the cops, or the constables." Was she on a hunt or something? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, that's. He just shakes his head. And then ghost walks up the stairs. I was gonna say, remember, he's in jammies and elf boots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He just has to shield his eyes. Oh, you're glowing. What? <laughs> Are you getting changed, Conk? Mm-hmm. Morning. Morning. Lumpy. I'm in my jacket and my boots. I, there's, you can't see anything. Yeah. Who were you hunting last night? Sorry? Kronk, uh said you guys were out last night. 
He fell asleep we were in the snow. Last night. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked him if you were hunting. He said yes. Oh. Um. Now, technically, you said hunting or something, or something. and so or that's something. why Kronk said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> move on. Sorry. I'll mute. <laughs> um, uh, he said I was hunting. Or something. Yes. Oh. All right. Uh, glad you made it back home okay. Of course. Breakfast? Breakfast. Uh, big guy, can you help me shovel outside after? I lumped off into the get changed. Are you just kind of yelling down the hall? Yeah, he'll just yell down the hall. Yeah, I love shoveling. Cool, because I hate it. <laughs> okay. I'll go get changed. Okay. I like the, I like the idea of shoveling like this. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to stand and start snapping while Kronk has, like, the huge-ass shovel. <laughs> it's just more like a table. I just grab a table and put it on the ground and just sort of... Start pushing you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, by the time that you guys finish changing and then get back out downstairs... Uh, Torvash has actually already made you all breakfast, uh, and as you are all kind of exiting out of the top, uh, the top of your, um, of your stairwell and going outside, you can actually start hearing, uh, or not hearing, but kind of smelling, uh, these wonderful breakfast smells. Uh, it seems like there were fried potatoes, eggs. What else is in their breakfast menu, Torvash? So pancakes, waffles, French toast, eggs, bacon, sausages, mushrooms. Most eggs are done like fried, scrambled, uh, poached. Like he's just cleaned out the whole kitchen because he's like. <laughs> so, where are Ghost and my breakfast? Because I'm pretty sure this could eat, like feed Kronk by himself. <laughs> You're gonna need more food. Uh... <laughs> uh, Ghost is gonna go up and give Torvash a kiss on the cheek and. Oh my, you, you, this looks amazing. You can stay. You can stay as long as you want. And then she's going to take some bacon. I mean, as long as you don't shut a shade any of us. I rolled a nat one for my survival, so that food's probably cold as shit, right? (laughs) Hubris doesn't care. He's just like, snap. (laughs) Yeah. Hubris's prestidigitation can warm up the food to say because you only have so much cooking space <laughs> and I've cooked a lot. <laughs> well, it's fine. It's like a circus family. Hmm. So, what's on the docket for today? You and I have to get back to Lady Growlhoon about our yes no, and I have been thinking a bit about it. Yes, right. <clears throat> I, yes. What is your decision? So, we go yes with Lady Growlhoon. Mm-hmm. Clean out the vault and then go back to Never Ember and say, here's your thing, can we get our reward? Mm-hmm. And if he says, you can come with us, we're just saying, no, we're good with this. And we get a double payout. True, however, I think that if he asks a stone... Yes, Torvash? What are you talking about? Oh. Oh, right. We didn't clue you guys in. So, Sorry. hey, um, I think I'm a noble. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, there's actually documentation and a very, very descriptive family tree. But anyway, uh, Lady Grohoon, who we saved not one night ago, uh, said that she was looking for Lord Neba Ember's dragon horde that he shuttled away and has a means of finding it. Okay. Tovash so will lean forward a bit more now. Mm. Doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it. He has it. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're going to do it. Gotcha. We're going to do it. Yes. Okay. That's so a shit ton of this? money, friends. How much money? How much money? The overall estimated worth of the embezzled coinage is a half million gold pieces. And I think we were promised something like. I think that's negotiable, right? Yep. Right now? Negotiable. So, it's a big question. How are you going to carry that much money? Oh, it's easy. We're in D&D 5e. Encumbrance rules for coins doesn't matter. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> you have people who have 18 strength. We can figure something out. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> well, that's no, right. Now. The balls. Um, so... Uh, we'll go speak with her and then we need to go hunting, yes? Right, for the split lip guy. Mm. Also, hey, two knights. Are you free? He says to um, Ghost. Am I free? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? In terms of what? Uh, bit of a surprise. Uh, In two nights? In two nights. Oh, um... Uh, let me check my calendar. Yes, uh, unless we're doing something like <laughs> taking that half orc's head. Oh yes. Ooh, or maybe. finding the stone. Or. Well, let's uh, clear two all. nights out. I, I have a reservation. All right. Yeah. Anyways, um. You guys are all weird. What do you mean? I Within a day, you've been arrested by the lady who's apparently your family member. Your whole bar's been taken, and now yeah. apparently you know where this hidden treasure is? Like, but we don't know where the hidden treasure is. We know a thing that might know where the hidden treasure is. Also, we can ask, we can ask it a question and it'll answer, but we don't know the specifics, like if it's cursed or not. So that's going to be fun. Cursed. Why don't you ask it if it's cursed? Mm, because then the curse question. activates and then we get cursed and we find out anyway. Mm. That's, that's How point. do you remove the curse if this object's cursed? See, look, there's questions you can ask. Well, I'm glad we're bringing a lawyer. We're gonna the whole one. time, Kronk had like put down a flapjack and then like four eggs and then bacon and then another flapjack. And he Are you making like, like a mega egg McMuffin? Yeah, like a, like a yes. big mm. breakfast sandwich. And he just, you know. Mm -hmm. I should also Crock. tell you mm. He's got a over, pulls out some maple syrup and drizzles it on the top. Mm. He holds it upright. In his household. <laughs> so Avash, I know that you kind of came into this group as a an outsider. Would you be interested in joining us on this quest? We could always use a man of your caliber. I'll hang around until I get bored. All right. 
this long it's been up going. You don't get arrested every day, do you? I've only been arrested once. Twice within two months? No, that doesn't mean I haven't done things that I should have been arrested for. I've done a lot of things that I should have been arrested for, but well, I've only yeah. ever been caught once. I've always lived by the saying, be good if not good at it, so... I think you'll fit in. Serve mm. sure, me. <laughs> sure. Just cast some mage hands so that it just like tilt, <laughs> tilt. Yeah, the sandwich under it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the plan is currently to finish up breakfast and then go see Lady Growlhund. Yes. All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys finish your breakfast meal, no problem. Uh, and then you yes. I'm just going to grab also a bottle of brandy off the shelf. Okay. Yeah. So you guys make all of your necessary preparations and then begin heading over to Lady Growlhund's. Yes? Should Sorry. Should we write a sign on the door that says that we will be closed tonight? Yeah. Let's do that. It is writ. Okay. It is written. Uh, yeah, Dude, so, it's sufficient staffing. <laughs> all right. So anybody else? Uh, I was going to ask you if we could slightly change my appearance in case Mr. Cranky Neighbor is looking oh, for me. Because right. <laughs> I kind of charmed him. What do you want? Like, uh... Something that doesn't look similar to this? I turn so his was... hair red. No, I mean, make him look like Wolf. Ooh, poor taste. Oh, sorry. No, the, the guy knows that Wolf lives here. He wouldn't know it's him. I mean, at that point, he just grab Wolf's coat and throw the hood on. Mm. Hold on a second. I can do it for myself. I leveled up and scored prestigitation. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just going to change my appearance to look like a mix between Prune and some guard I spoke to. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Prestidigitation isn't a minor illusion spell. It's just like color changes. But we can say yeah. that you have like very, very Fine. like pale. Okay, I'll just change my eye colors to be brown and my hair to be brown. I would just be boring. Yep. Um, boring is safe. And so yeah, you change your you change your looks, and as you guys are actually exiting out of Troll Skull Alley, uh, you can see that Froon like is like back to peeling the blind down and is just looking at the lot of you and just stank face. Just gonna wave. Uh, as we were getting ready, I guess I would ask Ghost. I'd be like, how how many weapons? But it, I mean, big time one, three, all of them. I think we should bring at least your sword and your chain. All right. Okay. But keep them sheathed. Mm-hmm. I keep my ball and chain under my cloak, like kind of like she puts her claws in back. That's where I've got my ball and chain kind of uh, hanging off the, the backside of my uh, my basically weight belt, kidney belt. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, the sword up top. Okay. So, yeah, I, you guys uh, all end up securing and sequestering your gear away. Uh, and make your way through the North Ward over to the Growlhund Estate. Uh, you knock at the gate once more. It is the same groundskeeper that seems to be there every day. 
but seeing as it is you lot, uh, he begrudgingly opens up the door and sees you all into the actual building itself. Uh, and then once he leads you into the um, the large uh, kind of it's more of a it's more of a foyer. It's like a just an entrance room uh, at the base of the stairs, and you can see that up uh, above you are the balconies where Hubris and Ghost had actually exited from earlier uh, the day prior when you guys were talking to Lady and uh, Lord and Lady Growlhund. Uh, the groundskeeper ends up uh, going off and fetching the mistress for you, or fetching the lady for you, uh, and eventually he kind of just like shuffles off doesn't even say goodbye uh and lady growlhund comes back and says um so you've hopefully decided to take up my offer uh hubris smiles madam let's talk business and he produces the bottle of brandy well if it's business it's best we go to my office and then she begins leading you guys there. And Torvash and uh, Kronk, when you guys walk into this room, you see uh, hanging up this very well-done, large painting uh, of what would appear to be an orgy that is about 35 feet tall and 75 feet long. That takes up the majority of this wall. So I just want to say in Chivas's head, that's not that in-depth family tree you were talking about, right? Hubris smiles and winks. Kronk takes it all in and goes, there's not enough gnomes. There's zero, and that's precisely the way we liked it at the time. Now, Mm. you said that you were talking business. Right. Um, We'll take you up on the offer. Excellent. Um, Well, uh, as you know... Uh, still looking for my nimble right. Or at least its last known location. Y'all could possibly find that. Uh, well, it seems to have run off with something very important. As I explained yesterday. Correct. You don't have any way of tracking your nimble right? It just up and vanished, correct? I... Personally, no. However, I know that the Temple of Inspired Hands, uh, the Gond uh, Temple that we have here in Waterdeep, uh, during our during our celebrations, uh, where we dress up in masks and parade throughout the city, uh, they often lend out uh, nimble rites to be used. And I think that maybe if you were to go there, they could possibly help you. All right. It's a start. We'll get on it. All right. Thank you very much. Is there anything else I can do for you? I look around. Nope. We'll see you in a bit then. Uh, She just kind of nods. Uh, And then uh, Erstel, her guard, ends up coming over and then escorting you guys back outside and then the groundskeeper takes you the rest oh. of the way out of the villa. I'm just going to hand Ursel the brandy because I realized I never put it down. Just walk out. And he takes it from you and just, thank you very much. And then begins walking back inside with it. 
So, where are we off to, Hubris? Temple of Gond. See what they know about that uh, nimble right. I wonder if we can get a look at the roof, since that's where we saw them last. I could do that, too. As we leave, I want to make that really annoying sound in the groundskeeper's head again, like last time. Okay. Such a dude. Dude's a dude. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Uh, Amazing. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, you guys make your way back to uh, the Temple of Gone. Because you had actually gone there before uh, when you had Ghost's sister in town. During your, uh, during your tour of the town, you had passed by the Temple of Inspired Hands. And so you decide once more to make your way back to this place. And as you do, you can see that, again, there is more snow uh, that seems to kind of just be piling up in the streets. A lot of these back alleyways now have uh, have a very nice snow drift uh, going into them. And you see that there are some places that are kind of in between buildings where the snow has no other place to go that are starting to pile up almost uh, to the height that Kronk was while he had been sitting down, as it seems that it hasn't gotten warm enough to actually melt any of the snow that is coming in through the town. Um, I'm just going to pop up next to Hubris and are you feeling all right today? Yeah, I've got my warmer clothes on today, so I'll be all right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, you guys make your way to the temple uh, and upon entering inside, you can see, uh, you can actually feel heat kind of rising up from the tiles beneath, uh, from beneath your feet. Uh, as you can see that a lot of snow is kind of melted before it can even come into the temple itself. Uh, and you see that there is a copper dragonborn woman, uh, who doesn't have shoes on. It seems like her scaly feet are just kind of, uh, resting upon the ground, uh, and she notices the lot of you come in and just, uh, can I help you? Uh, hello, uh, we're contracted by Lady Grelhoon. We are looking for her nimble right that seemed to have disappeared within the last couple of days. Oh, um, that's, uh, Grelhoon, you say? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Uh, and kind of like a dark look comes over uh, the priestess's face. She says, is she all right? Is her, is her family okay? Oh, yes, yes. She's a bit shaken up, but, you know, coping. Justifiably so, yes. Um, well, uh, I don't remember her having an nimble right um but uh well, at least she didn't commission it from us but uh if it's gone missing I when we were in town the other day we did see one on the roof of your temple or did you yes so i'm wondering if perhaps he wandered his way back there could we go look well i think that we should have ourselves a conversation now follow Ooh. me oh uh, uh and 
you kind of follow her and it, you guys end up going through the workstation at large uh, where you can see that there are many forge clerics uh, as well as other acolytes to Gond that all just seem to kind of be set up working on small projects here and there. Uh, and Ghost, you actually see that one of them is in the process of making what looks to be a, uh, a pipe that is much uh, in the same style that your uh, dragon head pipe that you had received from Cory is. Uh, and you guys proceed up a flight of stairs until eventually you reach a landing that has a large wooden door in front of it. Uh, and uh, Valetta, the dragonborn priest, uh, ends up uh, trying the door handle and it doesn't seem to budge. Uh, and then she knocks on the door a few times and just says, Nim! Nim, open the door. I have some people here to talk to you about something. Uh, and you guys don't really hear much of anything, but then you can hear kind of heavier footfalls. Um, and then a few, uh, a few unlocking sounds and the door eventually kind of, uh, you see the door handle twist and it pulls in with a low, and you can see in front of you, uh, that there looks to be a mechanical humanoid. Uh, that is comprised primarily out of wood and other thin metals, uh, that is wearing a large red hat and what looks to be red vestments over the front. Uh, and it just, it seems to look at the group of you and then it kind of brings its head down uh, and then opens up the door and lets you guys in. Step in. I say, hey, is that the guy? No. Hmm. No. Nim is a little bit of an anomaly, hmm. I would say. Um, he seems to, even though he's a nimble right, uh, who we're able to usually control through magical means, it seems he's gained a little bit of sentience. And, oh. well, gone to be praised. Uh, you know, it's not every, it's not every day that, uh, a creature like this comes into existence. Now, Nim, have you been working on anything? And the mechanical creature just kind of, like, puts its head low. And then kind of raises it up a little bit, brings up a hand, and then you, he uh, hear it clomp off. Mechanical minds making mechanical contraptions. Sometimes things, uh, sometimes good inventions, sometimes inventions that we need to make sure don't uh, really see the light of day. Uh, when there's you... a story I've heard about this. It's called Terminator. It did not end out well. I'm not sure I'm familiar. Is that a mummer's play? Oh, there was something about a giant net in the sky. Yeah, oh, I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah, I, I, similar, similar, less fey creatures. Mm -hmm. Does your robot speak any languages? He does. He understands common, but he can't speak it. Can we speak anything? No. Now, DM, I'm asking this because as long as a creature 
um, can understand at least one language, I can talk to it in my mind and have it talk back to me. Yeah. Correct. So, uh, and eventually the creature actually comes back over to you guys uh, and he has several things kind of cradled into his hands. I'm going to so pick if, up some of them. Okay, just start looking at one, them and Torvash. We could just have me translate. Okay, you translate his side and I don't repeat him. Okay. So we can actually speak. Yep. All right. Um, so we'll just pretend I... Corvash is going to be relaying all of the yeah. information he will be. That's using. the word I was He's trying to. He's the interpreter. Like, yes, yeah. interpreter. Um, ask him if he. Uh, well, uh, I guess I could speak to him directly. Um, Nim, is that your name? Yes. Is that the name that you were given, or the name that you chose? Uh, given. He's not going to have that voice. Fuck yeah, that. Please don't do that to yourself. Nope. That would hurt. <laughs> um, would you like to be called something different? Nim is fine. Um, how long have you been alive? What is alive? Mm, how long have you been able to think for yourself? 36, 10 days. And in that time, um, how many things have you made? 47. And have you made anything that looks like you? There's silence. Have you made anything that thinks like you. I was lonely. I see. Is this what we saw on the roof? Maybe. Does it live up there? Which roof? The roof of this building. That was me. Oh. Oh my god, it's Quasimodo, guys. <laughs> I just watched that. Um, <laughs> What do you want out of life? That's a good question. More? Hmm. More what? Freedom. Tools. Metal. Brothers. Hmm. More. How many brothers do you have? One. Do you know where he is? No. Uh, inside the check, inside the fuck out of this yep. robot. Yeah. His poker face is pretty good. <laughs> Seeing as it doesn't move. <laughs> what does this do? And he holds like. Got a 21. Okay. Woo! Uh, so this robot seems to be uh, seems to be telling the truth. What I wish happened I was to you? for a second. <laughs> he is such better inside. What, um, what, what happened to your brother? Where, where did he go? He ran. Ran away. From you? Scared. Of you? 
of everything. I see. Does, does your brother also think like you have that sort of independence from the guild? And at that, uh, what's her, what's her fuck? Uh, Valletta just Valletta. kind of like crosses her arms and looks at Nim. Just, were you making more that looked like you? Just, yes. Now, he is a living creature, and living creatures want to create more of themselves. It's a perfectly natural thing for him to want, she says to the lady. It's hard to be lonely. It just so, kind of like looks back. Nim, I'm sorry that your friend left you, and I'm sorry that you have been kept here. Have you left this room recently? It nods. Have you left this building recently? Nine, ten day ago. It was for the festival. Right, right. Did you have fun at the festival? What is fun? Did you... What did you feel at the festival? And at that, there's a moment of pause. What is feeling? Hmm. You feel lonely, right? That's a feeling. The need for more of you, that is a feeling. That's the feeling of being lonely. The want to be around more people. I'm a robot that's anger feeling shit saying because... (laughs) (laughs) The Um, festival made me lonely. Because you wanted to be around people again. Or did you want more of you? I have one brother. I want more. Right. What did your brother look like, exactly? Uh, And it just kind of like bows its head a little bit. Coily, as much as a robot can, looks up at uh, at Valletta. uh, And then you see it wander into the back. uh, And you hear that there is uh, like bits of metal that just kind of seem to be moving around, almost like somebody clearing a work desk uh, until eventually... Uh, Nim comes back over with a large sheet of blue uh, of blueprint paper and unfurls it, and you can see that there is a replica that uh, of a diagram of a nimble right. And it says it looked like this. Huh. Is it distinctive from the other ones? It looks identical to the nimble right that stands before you, albeit without the vestments as well as the mm-hmm. hat. Those seem to be missing. Okay. Well. What color? Uh, they are golden color. Golden. And Is he have, golden? Yes. Oh. Well, um, Does it have any unique, like, kind of items on it? No. Different, no. Wasn't there a... 
the day there was the explosion in front of our place. I think I remember someone saying there was a nymph right there. Yes, there was. My brother you... left four, ten days ago. And that would fall within the line of the explosion? Yeah. If we find your brother, what should we tell him to make him come home? I don't know. Did he miss you? I don't know. this and he takes the thing that was in hubris's hand that you had kind of been looking over which was kind of a tube that looked like it had a little umbrella off of the top uh and then holds it up this will help you find him what does it do uh and you see uh that he pulls a little uh grip that was on the bottom uh, and as he does the umbrella begins to kind of rotate uh, and then you see that all of the uh, all of the folds of the umbrella actually shoot up and point directly towards Nim huh it's like a metal detector you are very clever Nim continue to be clever can, can we borrow that Nim Find my brother. It reaches out with its hand towards you. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, I don't have any more questions. Do you guys have any more questions? Uh, I was just going to ask him, uh, is there anything he wants us to know but not the crazy crossed arm cleric lady death staring him? Because this bit I'll just keep to myself till we get away from these guys. Uh, he just kind of shakes his head and then says, it was nice to talk. I'm going to pat him on the arm. We'll find your brother. All right. And that is where we'll go into our first break of the evening. So I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has decided to come stop by and watch as we uh, make your heartstrings feel bad with robots, because that's always a fun, th that's that's always a thing that happens in D&D, &D, right? Uh, I wanted to say thank you to all of these wonderful players who put up with all my shit throughout the week, and also to all you people who are looking to join in on either a Discord server or to help support us on Patreon. You can either subscribe to our Twitch channel Possibly even using your uh, your free subscription that you get through Amazon Prime. If you didn't know that you had that already, you can use it for us. Uh, we are also on Podbean, so you can go to indooradventures.podbean.com and you can find us there. Or at anchor.fm, uh, Indoor Adventures, and you can find us there as well. Uh, but we will try and be back in 5 to 10 minutes, so don't go no place unless it's going to be to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend. Bring them all back, and we will do our best to keep bringing you an awesome playthrough of Waterdeep. All right, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We have just gotten back from our break. So 
let's pick up where we last left off, which is in the tower of the Temple of Inspired Hands, talking to Nim, the nimble right, uh, while Valletta, the uh, the head cleric, or at least the the head cleric who is currently on duty, uh, has escorted you up, and she seems very cross with Nim for a, a nimble right having created other nimble rights under her nose. But you guys were given a device to be able to find nimble rights as well. Before we go, can I just say into everyone's head, because I don't like this dragon lady bitch. She looks really cranky. And this robot seems cool. I want to ask everyone if they have anything they want to ask the robot and not have cranky lady know about. So this will just be a very awkward silence where I'm just looking at everyone. Tell him that we might be back to allow him to see more of the city. Okay. I know. Gravy wants to. Yeah. Uh, I'll say uh, how to put it. Um, I do know how it is to not know your people. I fight to be free. I'll help if you need it. Come to I'm also I'm also just going to add don't actually fight. <laughs> and I don't know he says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like don't yeah. actually fight. You add the lawyer addendums to be like don't. It's, that's a crime. <laughs> I cannot <Okay>. advise you. <laughs> Stop. Um. But yeah, so uh, Valletta actually picks up a lot of Nim's creations uh, as well as the blueprints that he had kind of set out, including the one of how to make other nimble rites, and she just kind of collects them all uh, and says, he may be very, very bright and very creative, but he is also grounded for the next little while. So this is something that we cannot possibly have again. Isn't that right, Nim? Uh, and the Nim just kind of like puts his head down and then just sort of steps back into the uh, into the uh, alcove that he's in his room uh, and then she shuts the door and you hear several locks uh, being put back on as Nim locks himself in his room uh, and you guys are then led back out of the house uh, or back out of the Temple of Inspired Hands. And as you are on your way out, Valletta says, if you find this uh, this escaped nimble right and you bring it back to us, I can give you some of the inventions that we've been working on. Right. Just, they may not be uh, commercially available yet, so you'd be the first ones on the street with them. Um, Do we get so, to choose? Yes. I'll have a selection of ones that our inventors are willing to part with. Most of them have already begun working on other prototypes, so the beginning ones they usually just discard or repurpose. Oh, mm -hmm. Would anyone be able to create a nimble right that uh, without you or Nim? Well, if they had the blueprints that Nim had, uh, they might be able to figure something out, put something together. 
there's quite a few intelligent artificers throughout Waterdeep that, well, they would pay us a fortune to get their hands on. Uh, these kinds of blueprints is normally, you can only get these kinds of creatures in, well, in Lantan, across the trackless sea. Right. Did, did uh, the, the lady tell us where she got him from? Uh, she had said that she had picked uh, him up a year ago on okay. a uh, family trip when they had gone to Lantan. Okay, okay. All right, well, thank you very much for your time and for uh, introducing us to Nim. It's no problem. He doesn't get very many visitors. But Can we come back to see him? If you would like. Hmm. Just need to make sure he's not making any replicas. Course. It just doesn't feel right. There's something foreboding about it. A wizard named hmm. Asimov, I think, wrote something about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your time, ma'am. That's no problem. And again, if you need any more help locating this creature, feel free to reach out. And she bows and bids you good day as you guys make your way back out onto the street. Iris is playing with the device, seeing like how it functions, just like gripping the grip, extending the umbrella, seeing where it spins. Yeah. Uh, so, the detector has rules with it, because everything has rules with it. Well, while you're looking at that, uh, Hubris turns to Ghost and goes, Hey, uh, darling, mm? did you get a good enough look at those schematics? Did I? I can try. Uh, make a history check. I will inspire you because I want more robots. <laughs> Mecha deep <laughs> robot iced. I'd be so down. Um, history. Yeah. Is eighteen. Okay. My inspiration. Sounds good. You have you have a, a faint memory. There was a lot of small parts and pieces that had been right. drawn into the blueprint that you can't really recall, but for the most part, you remember the humanoid structure. Um, I will start to uh, draw them. Okay, make a performance check. <laughs> Fine, I will inspire again. more fucking robots. You can do this. It's not a boss, remember? I know I can do this. Boss. Why do you keep telling me this? I mean, for the well... No, that was Eleven. inside. Okay. Uh, so your artistic skill does not lend you the same uh, the same kind of uh, inspiration that you had found previously when drawing out floor plans. It seems like robot plans and house plans are, are very different creatures entirely. Uh, but yeah, you, you draw what you think is a, is a pretty good representation. You know that there are some spots where you're like, I just, I couldn't even if I tried. I, mean, I don't know all the things, but this fine. is generally. We just need the basic frame. I hand it to Hubris. We're going to spring the bastard, right? Of course. Yeah. No. Cheers. I look at Torvash. No, we're not. I'm down for it. I was just going to say I'm pretty certain he has springs on him as well. Yes, so my idea is. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do we go next? 
the dude, what's the thing telling you? It's probably pointing straight back to him because we're not that far. Yep. <laughs> I'm assuming it works similar to locate object. Uh... It'll just give you the direction it's in when you're closer to that one than any others. It will try and like hone in on the location of the thing that it is currently set for, which is the nimble rate. Yeah. So as long as that one's the closest one, it's always going to point to him, right? We should start back at the bar and make our way towards where that nimble rate was moving. Wouldn't you want to start back at your family's estate? If that's where it left with the island. I believe. Are they two separate nimble rights, or is it the same nimble right? I believe mm -hmm. they are separate. Yeah. Well, they could be. It could be either two different nimble rights or the same nimble right, being that one, not the the brother. Because she got hers from somewhere else. The island, yes. So are we tracking two down, a sentient one and a non-sentient one? Uh, well, no. Th I think they're both sentient because Lady Growlins and it got scared and ran away. Little oh, bitch. Okay, this right, is right, fucking right. weird. Let's just, when we find a nimble right, we'll ask it who it belongs to, return it, and then get the other nimble right that's out in the town. Unless it's the same one, then there's only one nimble rat that's out on the town. Then that kills two birds with one stone. <laughs> but who are we going to give it to? Its brother or your family? We only need the map from the nimble right. So we can let it stay free. Works for me. You live in the flat pit. Nobody goes down there except for us. So we're going to... Anyways, let's... um. Oh, Hollow made it out. Okay, that's nice. Revolution. Uh, so are we going back to our house or are we going back to uh, the villa? The villa is the most recent place it was. So and also the I, villa's I, probably probably start there. I concur. And I really want to see mom make the groundskeeper. <sighs> okay. So yeah, you guys make your way over to Growlhoon Villa uh, and start scanning around it with your nimble right detector. Uh, are you like going into the house and scanning around, or uh, what's the general plan? Also, Hubris, you know, uh, from just like giving it general stress tests as you were walking away from the house of Inspired Hands, that it seems like there is about a 500 foot range on this device for when it will actually continue to pick up this pick up the signal of a nimble rate. Okay. So once we're 500 feet away from the temple, it just like... Yeah, it just reverts back, and when you squeeze it, nothing seems to happen. Okay. We make it to Grauhun's Manor. We're just going to walk around the outside because we know it ran out. Okay. I'm also going to uh, try and check to see if I can find any tracks of the, uh, the uh, split lip dude. Okay. Yeah, so uh, make a perception check with disadvantage uh, as the snow cover is kind of filling in any tracks that might have been made. And they live in a pretty they live in a pretty populated area. Would it be survival or this is perception? just perception to see if you can even find a semblance of where it might have been. Um, that is a 21. 
at disadvantage. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so you begin... Got my mojo back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you start looking around, uh, trying to find any kind of trail, uh, possibly from several days ago. Uh, and you do see that there are what look to be heavier footfalls uh, that lead from that back area into the main thoroughfare. And then it seems like they just kind of yeah. disappear, uh, just get lost in the in the feats of the feats of the masses. Okay. Uh, and your nimble right detector doesn't go off at all. Well, if this is a hunch, then we should start in the direction we know it went and go from there. Probably okay. doing a grid pattern would be best. Well, you're the Huntress. If only we had a druid friend who could fly and squeeze it down and cover the city faster. Hmm. But crows don't have grip strength to... I'm not going to get into the semantics. Um... But if they tied it between two birds... They each grab the husk. <laughs> What right. underneath the dorsal guiding feathers? <laughs> All right. So, are you guys? You guys are patrolling through Waterdeep in a grid-like fashion. Uh, you know that this is roughly around uh, noon at this point. Uh, it's close to midday, um, and you guys uh, just kind of begin searching, looking around. Uh, what? How about this? What ward would you like to check? Because there Which is way? the market ward, there is the dock ward, there is the trade ward, and the southern ward, as well as the castle ward. Which way was it heading? It was heading south, so you guys were in the north ward in the up oh. uh in the top easternmost corner. So you would know uh if it was heading down, it would probably have gone into the trade uh into the trade ward. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah, so you scan around and it takes you a couple hours as well and you just don't get you don't get a good read uh for anywhere that you can possibly find. Uh there's no sign of nimble right going through. Any taverns nearby the way to try and gather gossip of people seeing a robot? Uh, make a persuasion check as you just go around and generally ask people if you've if they've seen a robot person not in the festival 24 uh yeah so with your 24 uh you end up hearing that one of them uh had said that they had seen one kind of heading towards the uh heading towards the southern ward uh about two days ago at this point. It was kind of later in the evening. All right. So, I know a guard down there. It's a she, as I found out the other day when I go, and here's a pretty good guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let us go. Where would a nimble right hide? That's the thing. This is a large city, and... It's not like it's not going to be seen. Above ground. Oh. Would it be above ground? Everyone knows the best place to do things is underground. 
I'm not Are ready they... for another Everybody's... foray underground. Every time someone's seen them, it's been on a roof. That's true. Why don't we head to the southern thing and see if anyone's seen one more recently in a small area. Continue south. South it is. All right. So you guys head south along the high road uh, until eventually you kind of make your way into the southern ward. And it's, it's a very nostalgic feeling uh, coming back here. As this was the, these were the streets that you guys kind of used to roam uh, before you ended up going into the sewer the first time, before you got involved in the events uh, from the Yawning Portal and, and took your job from Volo. Uh, you see the old crossways where you guys used to meet up first thing in the morning uh, to kind of go about your, your slightly crooked but with a hint of justice deeds uh, as you uh, would steal from whoever needed stealing from at the time. Uh, and as you continue on, uh, it is after about 25 minutes or so of investigating around here uh, that the detector actually begins to slightly uh, go off. And it's just a, a faint little boop. Uh, when you look down, you can see that there is a light that just kind of shines as the umbrella begins to spin. If I point it in a given direction, does it like intensify or yes. do I have to walk? Yes. So it's very much a, uh, a hot and cold kind of game that you have to play. Yes. Are we near the temple at all? Uh, no, you are not. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, the temple. Of the oh, bitch. No, the temple is in the uh, is actually on the western side of Waterdeep, where you guys are more closer to the eastern side, and southeastern compared to the northwestern. So the complete opposite side of town. Almost. This is actually. I wanted to get the fuck away from that, didn't he? He's like, I'm out. Yeah, uh, and it is actually. Uh, it again is weird because like you pass by Hubris's old place uh, while you are while you have your detector out and it seems to be getting stronger and stronger uh, until eventually Ghost you recognize this alleyway uh, and you can see that there is what looks to be a hunched form in a very uh, large cloak that is just kind of sitting uh, leaning up against the wall much in the same way uh, a, a figure like you knew used to do. I'm going to smell the air. Does this smell familiar? It does not. Uh, and Hubris, as you kind of like bring out this detector and it points towards this figure that's sitting on the ground, uh, you actually see this figure stand up and brandish a rapier out towards the towards the lot of you. Whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. Putting it Is away. Is it a robot? It does look like a robot wearing this very, very tattered cloak. Okay, I guess we'll do the same thing as last time, but I'll translate. It's it's all right. We're friends of Nim. Uh, and it just begins to back up down the alleyway, just keeping this rapier out. Can I try and persuade it to be chill? Yes. Okay, 24. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with your 24, 
are you like mentally reaching out to it or are you verbally? Okay. Uh, yeah. So as you uh, reach out, uh, reach out to it, you can see that there are bits and pieces of it that look dented or slightly broken. There's some trash that's kind of like caught into uh, some of its armaments underneath the cloak. Uh, and it just keeps the rapier pointing towards you. Uh, Hubris is gonna just hands up slowly, start walking forward. No, no. What? Do you know uh, the Growlhoons? It nods. Oh. We come from the villa. Your lady is worried about you. It just, at that, uh, you see it actually like point the rapier towards you a little bit, uh, a little bit more as it begins to like steadily advance towards you. We're not here to hurt you or take you back if you don't want to go. Right? We're not here to take him back, right? No, we just need to know where the map is, honestly. We know that the events that happened two nights ago were very scary and she just wanted to make sure you're okay and she wanted the map that you took we're not going to take you back if you don't want to go but we do need the map boy I don't do take him to Nim up to him where he wants to go right we can remove the trash from you I picks it up a bit. I, I know mending. Don't we know if that helps. Joint effort. Prestigitate and mend this motherfucker back to good. Uh, the, whole, the whole time, Kronk's ready to disarm him and mm-hmm. <laughs> puts the ball and chain down. Nope, I'm not. I I just have a hand behind my back. That's all. Okay. Yeah, and you guys have kind of walked into the alleyway at this point, mm-hmm. um, and it still just like keeps the keeps the rapier brandished uh torvash are you speaking into uh into its consciousness i thought i'd be in relaying okay yeah it hasn't it it hasn't said anything at that point but when uh you say that you could take it back to uh the growlhoons it says uh very clearly no okay i'm also gonna say into everyone else's head probably shouldn't tell it Cubris is a relative. Right. So, is if you want, just give us the map and we'll leave. We'll forget that we saw you here. Uh, and it just looks and just, what will I do? What do you want? And it pauses. It's a crunk again. (laughs) More. More Let me guess. More friends. More of you. More brothers. More freedom. We can get you out of the city. Can get you out of the city. Now, you are made of metal. And that's against the elements, I'm sure you know, isn't always safe. Where will I go? Well, 
anywhere you want. Do you want to go back to the island? And it kind of like tilts its head at you. Where you're from? The temple. Uh, oh. This is Nim's friend. lied to us. Bitch. No. Um, do you want to go back to the temple? No. Hmm. Well. Nim wants to see you again. He misses you. No. You don't want to see him? No. Just shakes his head. hurt you. Yeah, we did not inside. Did, did we no. inside check your family member, Humorous? Nope. We just took her at our word. Well. You know what? Um, how do you feel about the cold? Does it hurt you? It shakes its head. I know somewhere you can go in the north with someone who's very nice who will take care of you. It just kind of looks at you and like its rapier is just kind of like plunked down at its side at this point. They will fix me. We could oh. try fixing. We could fix yeah. and repair you. She can fix you. And you might need to help her. But she has ways. And then it just kind of nods. All right. How do you move through the city? And it just kind of like picks up one of its legs and sets it back down. No. <laughs> Without people seeing you. And it grabs the uh the cloak that it's wearing this very tattered uh dark it looks like it could have been either green or brown at some mm -hmm. point but it's just kind of faded away to that medium tan uh and then it just puts that over uh over its head and then just stands there and it looks like just a cloaked figure uh wearing a mask fair enough i could give him a ride under my cloak just look like a pack it's true now I know it's not very easy to trust us you don't know us you just met us so is there something that we can do to show you that we are telling the truth how about we fix your cloak can you fix me we can try no pressure, Thomas. No pressure. Okay. I'm uh, going to turn to Crunk. This is not a puzzle. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. If something doesn't I, fit, don't force it. Uh, all good. I do have a few tools back at home. If magic won't do. And uh, it just it doesn't know what to say in response at all so how about this you hold on to the map we'll take you back to our house where you will have free reign you can leave if you'd like and when we fix you you can give us the map just nods all right 
Do you want to walk back with us, or would you rather be carried by Kronk? I will walk. All right. Stay close to us. Yeah, and it just very much is like right up on the backside of Kronk. Has no (laughs) concept of personal space. Uh, Why don't you put it in the middle? Yeah. And we will. Uh, And I'll I'll offer it my cloak. Trade it. He'd have to blanket it up around his shoulders, but I mean, it would cover him completely. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So then you guys uh, eventually make your way back to Spirits and Spirits uh, with Nim's counterpart uh, just accompanying you the entire way. So, what do we call you? Please be Arnold. Him? Do you have a name? Gee, you got it. Uh, And it it says, um, Nim called me Nim. I don't think Nim's not Uh, the brightest person in the world. Because it's Nim, Nimble Wright. Oh, yes, Hubris. Come on. (laughs) Past tense, it's Nimble Wright. I'm going to punch you. we haven't had a player to player punch in a while. So <gasps> he'll crit again. Word <laughs> of God, I'll do it. Cutting words. Can't touch so this. as soon as we get back to the house, um, again, I'm gonna be making sure that nobody's like watching us. I okay. guess like, throughout our adventure. Yeah. No, and the people of Waterdeep are very accustomed to adventurers and their wily ways. So when they see the four of you walking through the streets looking like adventurers uh, with this hooded figure that you kind of have with you. Nobody pays you any mind. All right, cool. That's trouble, and we don't want any part yep. of right, right. That it's looks like the, not great. That's like the perfect fucking disguise, though. Disguise yourselves as, as adventurers. <laughs> no one will look at you twice. Yep. Except the gods. Except so the gods. as soon as we get to the house, we'll just let him walk around for a little bit if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, um, and he just, you kind of like, oh, it's okay, new cat, you can wander around the yeah. home if you want. Uh, it goes into a room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Nim, too, uh, begins to just kind of meander about your house, and you can hear uh, doors shutting and then closing uh, as you guys just kind of stand downstairs unless you're following it around. We'll go upstairs. Okay. I'm going inside. I'm going to follow it. Try and work out how to fix this thing. Yeah. Uh, make an Arcana check. Oh, shit. Because we've rolled dice oh. on this show. Dirty 20. Nice. Woo! So you would know that a mending spell would actually be enough to start fixing this thing. It's made of enough small components that if you cast mending on those smaller components that they will eventually fix themselves and make this creature right as rain. Now I'm going to ask it if once we fix it, can we also like draw it as a blueprint? And it just kind of looks at you and uh, it All my conversations with this yeah. is in its head so I can talk back. Yeah, it it just looks at you and kind of tilts its head. It's not accustomed to being able to speak, uh, so it's more just emoting towards you. I'm not going to wish your eyes, buddy. 
You're not gonna what? I'm not good with charades. <laughs> what is a charade? How would you explain this to Kronk? Who is Kronk? Just talk. The mm -hmm. big guy. Mm. I'm gonna start mending and removing the rubbish. Okay. Yeah, so you start mending it. Uh I'm gonna mister I'm gonna mister Miyagi these fucking hands and Alright, sounds good. Uh so yeah, you will spend because mending is a minute long cast time. Uh oh shit, it is. Okay, this is gonna be a while. Let's get comfortable. Yeah. So you take the next thirty minutes or so, but you eventually remove all the rubbish and then fix uh fix Nim uh back in right as rain. Uh and then afterward, it kind of like moves its arm, extends, does some shoulder rotations, moves some of its legs, um, and then it holds out its cloak to Ghost. Oh, um, he, um, no, that's a that's a him thing too. I'm gonna click my hands like Hubris does because he always clicks when he does press digitation. Kronk is never more than like twenty feet from this robot by the way yeah and it has this very nice like golden rapier resting at its side uh but other than that it is just this mechanical creature so when did you uh, how did you start living at the Growlhoon villa they took me in when i ran away oh um would you um what would you do there they had me deliver messages they had me clean they had me cook that sounds not very fun messages to who what is fun sorry i have a question too i heard recently from these guys there was a person similar to you outside when there was an explosion four was ten days you? ago and it just kind of like moves its head down is that you i was told to stop the gnome by whom lady mm -hmm. your family is really pissing me off okay again Second day here. Already your family's been trying to kill people. So, when the explosion hit, you ran? Yes. All right. Did you see who else was following the gnome? There was a half-orc. Two no humans. Right. And they are dead. Yes. All right. So, I think. I think. Wait, who were you delivering message to? To Lord and Lady Castellanter. Do you know what they said? No. They were written? Yes. Do we know these nobles? Uh, make a history check. What were their names, sorry? Uh, Lord and Lady Castellantern. 
Or I don't think not Castle Lantern. Sorry. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> what is their name? Castle Lantern. Castle Lantern. It's called a nineteen. Uh, so you would know that Lord and Lady Castellanter are, uh, they are some, they are at like the higher echelons of society. You have heard of a lot of nobles trying to curry favor with the Castellanterns as they have been an established family in Waterdeep for centuries. Do you feel like we've held up our end of the bargain? Nimtu. Is yes. this your rod name? Is this what? Your rod. This was Nim's rod. Thanks for that, Barry. <laughs> Just there. Okay, it's a robot. It's got a rod. Um, do you feel like we have um, we have held up our end of our bargain? Yes. Would you feel comfortable giving me the map now? Yes. And uh, you see it uh, look down at its chest uh, and then kind of reach under uh, the front plating of it. And you hear that there is just some kind of like a metal touching metal, uh, as well as a little bit of a scraping noise as the hand then comes back out. And you can see that there is a small map. What is the map of? Uh, looking at it, it looks like a map of Waterdeep. Uh, but there is an X, uh, that is marked on the map itself. And that X is, uh, located in the field ward that actually is, uh, one of the wards outside of Waterdeep city proper. Um, and it has a word that is written next to the X. Hmm. Uh, and that is Thrakus. T-H-R-A-K-K-U-S. God damn it. Okay. Do you know what Thrakus is? He is a butcher. And you were to go there? I did. Or just, you did. And you got something from him? I gave something to him. The lady's instruction. Right. He has a stone, then. Which lady's instruction? Lady Grauhun. Cool. Wow, I've got a lot of things to talk to Cousin Hyala about. You sure you should be, like, bringing this up to your cousin? I mean, she kind of wasn't up straight with us, but... Yeah, so you're sure we should be like, hey, we know you're alive. Release your shadow creatures on us. So. I don't fucking know anymore. Was there anything that she, else she delivered? You you delivered there. Was it, there a note with it? No. No. Wait. And did the split-lipped half-orc, the one who was following the gnome, do you know, did he have anything that belonged to Lady Grauhoon? No. He did lived he at the see... estate for some time. What was he doing there? I don't know. 
Did he bring in those people who attacked? Yes. Do you know what he wanted? He said he was tired of waiting. Do you know what for? It just shakes its head. Hmm. I'm well, going to assume the treasure. Right. Probably wanted to get it then and there. Did you deliver the stone before or after he arrived? After? I ran. I was told to deliver. Did the split orc know that you were delivering this? I don't know. Okay. We might need to go there quickly. What? To, to Thrakus's house? Yes. When you say butcher, you, you mean like actual butcher? Not a nickname butcher? He runs a butcher shop. Okay, actual butcher. That's kind of calmed my nerves a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, so what do you want to do, Robert? Hide. You can hide here. It just kind of nods. We're going to be closed for a few days anyway. Do you need anything? No. It's a good house guest. Um, do you sleep? No. You don't eat? No. How do you get power? And I don't think Ghost would know that word. Uh, it uh, kind of just taps its chest plate uh, and says, the power is inside. I was inside you all along, then. It's almost as strong as the power of friendship. What well, is friendship? It's what we have. What we have. Yeah, see even that. So We are friends. We are yep. friends. Which means we take care of you. And if you wish, you can take care of us, too. But I've right never now, had friends before. Oh. Well... Welcome to the Phantom Four. <laughs> you do now, buddy. Yeah. That's Next cool. week, Torvash is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be able to talk to him then. Um, do you want a different name? Does this just have a blank metal face? Yep. Uh, it's Can a blank metal face, face that it is a... It looks like, uh, I want to say the Man of La Mancha, if you are familiar with that. Like a very like pronounced swooping chin underneath a kind of a longer nose in front. Not as bulbous as the Man of La Mancha. It comes mm -hmm. down to come more of a finer point and you can see that there is like a musketeer mustache on this golden faceplate that it has. I just um. alternate prestigitation like eyes and features till we get the ones we really want. For an hour. Prestige does not do that. <laughs> I can add a picture to something. Oh, oh yeah. Image, yeah. This image and I, like, badly drawn. Well, we have some books, so can you read? Yes. I only drew eyes. How? What? 
if you want to read some books, maybe you can come up with a new name for yourself if you want. Because Nimtu is fine if you like it. No. But you're your own person now, so. Robert the Robot. No. no. Arnold. I. Snagger. He kind of looks like. Close. <laughs> kind of looks like this, uh. The, the man of the mancha, the face. So he was like, Don? Like Don Quixote? I will read these books. Let us know. Riley's a pretty good name. I like Riley. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're taking some initiative on yourself. Um, so uh, the books are over here, and I'm going to point him towards the library. OK. Um, Isn't that Hubris's room? Yeah. The um, books are in there. I need so, to keep the place neat. Yes. Uh, so if you don't mind, since we are friends now, uh, try not to... Uh, don't go in that room. Uh, there is a dead body in there. <laughs> I point to the room with all the furniture in front of it. Um, and um, just don't, don't... Try not to break anything. Okay. And you promise that you won't go back? You'll stay here? I don't want to go back. Solid. Very good. Well, uh, we have uh, a, a trip to go on, so uh, we will be gone for a little while. Um, Liff will take care of you if you need anything. Uh, Liff, darling, are you about or are you still watching Wolf? You hear a yay come from behind the door that is in <laughs> Wolf's room. <laughs> Do you think we can let him out? Mm, probably. Liv, you are you can be free of watching Wolf. I think if he were to turn undead, it would have happened. And we only did that like at night or when we weren't around. Otherwise Liv was free. Free. Yeah. Okay. The uh nimble right just kind of doesn't know what to do with a with the spirit floating around, um, <laughs> but it just uh, goes over and begins pick, uh, pulling a book off of Hubris's shelf and then begins starting to read through it. I'm gonna gather everyone. Is this a good idea? Leaving it here. When has any of our ideas ever been good? I'm honestly never had a good idea. I'm honestly concerned that it is going to go back to the lady, Lady Grauhoon. Although, I mean, it being a machine, it could be told to do whatever it pleases. We have but... the map. It just something doesn't add up in my head. What? She was so adamant about this map, but she knows where the location is. You would make a copy and put across somewhere else but he brought it to the butcher it says on the map that I, I agree that I don't trust her man that's heartbreaking uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I have a lot to process as well but yeah let's get to this guy get whatever it is and figure out what we need to do from there alright Liv Yay! Please don't let. 
Please don't let anyone in the house that isn't us. Uh, and you hear the sound of locks. Thank you. And if... I don't think you can stop uh, the robot. What are, we, what are we calling it? The nimble right. Uh, if he is going to try to leave, but... Um, if he does, please try and remember everything that he does while he's here. I've seen him. I can locate it now. Oh, that's true. Alright. Hubris pulls out the rod and <laughs> squishes it. We're good. We, 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 we've got him if he goes missing. Um, and then I'm going to lean back into the group. No one has anything here that is of value that somebody else would want, right? No. Carry it all with me. Alright. But a dead body, that's it. Necromancer, well, maybe. I was going to say, go set of value. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a bit fucking harsh. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I, I thought he was your friend. <laughs> I can't rag on my friend. Not when he's dead. It's kind Probably of in poor taste, Hubris. Yeah, gosh, man. I turned to Kronk, I can see why he's in the doghouse. <laughs> And you say it out loud, or you say it yeah. out loud? Yeah. I'm not going to hide this one. Hubris just, like, glares. <laughs> You're going to fit in just fine here, Tobash. All right. And it's just hit me. I dare you. <laughs> what is going on? Wouldn't want to waste a good punch. Walks away. You wouldn't hit me if you tried, Kirkle. Oh, my gods. Wolf, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. Usually, uh... Kronk is like the last to to leave. So as everybody starts filing away or whatever, Kronk will like pop, pop his head back in the library or Hubris's room, and he'll say, "Crushinator" or "Mr. Mustache." Those is good names. And then <laughs> oh he God. follows everybody. <laughs> yeah, and you can see that it's already about a third of the way through the book that it was reading. <laughs> <laughs> And it just nods towards you. Any what? I mean, there's probably some smut in there from when the library was stocked. I haven't gone through everything yet. It's learning a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, this isn't Caleb's bag. (laughs) (laughs) Just send an AI to learn from Twitter. What's the worst that could happen? Um, Yeah, so you guys are exiting your house once more. Oh, I was going to pop in, grab Frankenstein off the shelf, and just shove it. Into the... <laughs> Burn it. Okay. No, I was going to give it to the, what's it? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's actually a decent book about, like, that sort of thing. This is yeah. from what the half-elf Marie Shelley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's an Aluskan noble. Uh <laughs> Spent a, who spent a winter night out near Mirabar. Anyways, um, <laughs> so what is what is your guys' current plan? Are you what time is it? Uh, at this point, uh, it is getting to be uh, early evening, so you'd know it'd be about like four or five. Uh, the sun is set now. You guys are in your twilight stage uh, of the day considering that um it is winter now so the nights are uh, mu- are much shorter 
than you are typically accustomed to. How far is the field ward from here? The field ward, luckily from where you guys are, the field ward is through the north ward. Uh, not that long of a trip. It would probably take you about four, about 35 minutes or so to actually get to the ward itself. The only problem is, is that the northernmost gate closes at sundown. So in um, order to actually go out to the trade ward, you would have to go all the way back out and around unless you made your trip quick. Uh, as you know that the gates themselves are going to be closing at around 6.30. That's possible. Well, There's no one commit crimes at night. If... Unless you're not starting a fire. The thing is, he already has two days ahead of us. So, do we go now, or do we wait? Because if he was going to get something from there, he would have gone and gotten it two days ago. This he's just found out the information. How? Through the other rich people? I don't know. We got the map. What do you think, Hebrus? Looking for the map, so maybe he doesn't have a clue where it is yet. We might as well go check now and then just double back on our way in. Kong? <clears throat> I mean, he, he, Hubris, you guys said he took something from the house, like a book or a ledger or something. He took a diary, am I right? No, he took an infernal holy text to Asmodeus. Just pointing out that's what your that's relative, true. who has just lied to us constantly, said. Anyway, uh, I'm all about going. All right, let's go. Double speed. Bundle up. A little bit faster than a casual show. Yeah, he just like throws on his hood. Yeah. Shooting yeah. into his coat. All right, so yeah, you guys are dressed warmly enough that you don't have to worry about the, the night chill that is wrapped over Waterdeep. Uh, and you begin making your way out to the field ward. As you pass through the northern gate, the... Uh, guard who is on duty at the gate lets you know that they will be closing the gate in roughly an hour and a half and that if you wish to return through this gate you either have to go and wait until you would have to wait until morning for them to reopen otherwise if you wish to return to the city you must go around to the southern side and how long would that take to go to the southern side it would take uh walking around it would probably take a total of two and a half hours is there any way we could like bribe our way back in? Unless, uh, unless you can bribe through a closed gate. <laughs> no one's gonna be there. Got it. Okay. Yep. I don't think I can bribe. I am a bard. Like I could always try and be like. I seduce the gate. <laughs> oh, it opens. <laughs> Drop the drawer bridge. <laughs> That's twenty. What you gonna do, DM? What you gonna do? Kronk was just thinking, oh, I'll get through the gate. Kronk <laughs> <laughs> can definitely get through the gate. 
Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, you guys are going out to the field ward. Uh, and when you do, you start. Uh, you can see that this is very much uh, it's a it's a like a squalor city, whereas inside Waterdeep is very much a city of splendor uh, where there is a uh, ridiculous amount of guild presence and everyone is kind of well taken care of. Uh, out here in the field ward, it is not that. These are ramshackle homes that you know that multiple families will uh, spend their winters in. They don't really have the means for a consistent fire, except for firewood. Uh, but you can see that there are kind of barrels uh, and other areas that have been set up in general camps, so that way people can come and get warm and then continue about their day. Uh, and you also notice that it smells terrible, uh, mostly because of the prevalence of uh, both cows and pigs that reside here year round, uh, as that is this is where the farmers will typically uh, reside, as there just isn't room for any livestock within the city of Waterdeep proper. Uh, and make a set of either persuasion or investigation checks as you try and track down uh, Thrakus's butchery. Can can someone make it with advantage with everyone helping? Yes. Or... Uh, natural 20. Same. Okay. I'm talking to the door. Sup, door? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? The, the door, door gets stiff. The door blushes. <laughs> and <laughs> says what's this uh so yeah asking around and it doesn't really take you guys all that long maybe 15 20 minutes uh it seems like thrakis is actually a pretty well-known uh butcher here in the field ward uh and you know that his butchery is known as the meeting place uh -huh. this guy doesn't seem that bad okay uh and so, that they are a red dragonborn. Cool. How do you want to do this? Isn't um, that the DM slide? Not this DM. It's another long-haired, handsome individual. Goaty. Mercer, if you're listening, go, quit stealing my so style. Our options are, we go in there half-cocked, asking for the stone, or we could try to bamboozle him into trying giving us the stone. What do you guys want to do? I think we should get our footings first. Go in, speak with him, and see see where it goes was the words that I was going to say, but I feel like that's not a good idea. Um, I can try and charm him with my sunglasses. That's true, we do have a bod now. I could also masquerade as Nim too. Yeah. Can you? How can you look like a robot? He smiles. Um, is there a private place he can go? No, no, no. We're all friends here. No, How no. Are you going to look we are out in the middle of the fucking street. <laughs> I don't Can't think that's a good idea. Mm, mainly because, well, no, I think that is a good idea. If you, well, <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, yes. Why don't you? Turn into Nim too. Remember, he cannot speak. Ah, blessing and oh, a curse, I guess. Do that more often. And Why did you get so sassy all of a sudden? Who are you looking at? You, Torvald. I, I thought you were supposed to be the nice guy. 
Uh, and I mean, literally, I could wrap my cloak around him if mm. I needed to. Oh, yeah. no, it's fine. Yeah. I could, I can, I could probably. It's not gonna work like that, though. You don't need the cloak. I'll be right back. Yeah, you I, just kind of you find a little alley to set yourself into. Yeah, and I imagine it's kind of like a roulette wheel of masks that appears. And he just picks like the man of the mantra one and slaps it on. And I'm gonna cast uh, disguise self to okay. turn myself into Nim two. Are they the same size? I made a wall. No, yeah. I can make myself one foot higher too. Yeah. Yeah. Just walk out. <sighs> I feel ridiculous. You can't uh, speak, you remember? Can't shut up. I'm gonna put my finger on his mouth. And your finger his... goes through yeah. the yeah. illusion. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, <clears throat> shall we? You look pretty cool. Uh, you didn't have a rapier, do you? Longsword? I give him my rapier and I'll press digitate it gold so it looks like. Mm-mm. No? It won't work because it would fit onto my body so the rapier will sink into the illusion. Son of a bitch. You can just carry it, right? Just in front? Just yeah. hold it like a normal... No. Or that still... It's fine. It's fine. Okay. If you just ask about the sword, so my fault. So what are you going to do when you go in there? You know, look around. Uh, I can't talk. So maybe... Write a note? Yeah, we should write a note. Do we have our handwriting? Mm. I'll go in with you as an interpreter. Didn't trust it to a note. All right. This, unless you got a note. No. You get, you got front. I got back. So he Kronk says to Ghost. Mm. Yes. I go Did to a safe word? back, a back or sideway, oh. a side door. Yes, our, our safe word is carriage. If things start to go to shit, you say carriage. That's why you yelled it out when you jumped the road. Okay. It's making a lot more sense there. All right. Good luck. Do you know what you're going to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never stopped right, me before in the back. <laughs> Kronk, be ready. Mm-hmm. And as you guys make your way uh, to the meeting place, you can see what looks to be a uh, like a burned down windmill uh, where the top section of it is kind of burnt off uh, where there would normally be the large uh, blade fans. But again, those seem to have just kind of been destroyed. And it seems like the entire building itself is in disrepair uh you can see that there is uh the tower and then there is a section of about um it's about 60 feet uh there are two doors placed next to it uh one has a bunch of padlocks and chains kind of keeping the door shut uh and then the other you can see what looks to be a large butcher's blade uh, with the with uh, a name engraved into the blade itself that says the meeting place that hangs over the door uh, for the westernmost door uh, in this small structure. Uh, and looking around, you can hear uh, the sound of a butcher's knife hitting against a table, sinking through meat. Uh, but you don't see any 
you see that there are a few lights that are on. Uh, it looks like there is just a small candle uh, that is lit inside of this room and where normally you would expect to find windows uh, instead is just the lead casing for where windows once were and it seems like any of the glass has kind of been shattered and broken out. Uh, possibly in the same, possibly from the same event that led the windmill to burn down. You aren't exactly sure. Was this like a long time ago burned down? Yeah, it does not look recent. Okay. This looks, okay. it looks like there is somebody who lives here. It's just okay. that it was cheap real estate. Cool. Um, what was I going to say? Nope, it's gone. Fuck. If, oh, if, if things don't go well. Kill him? No. Well, um, it, this can be just a recon mission. We just need to make sure that the other guy hasn't been here. Okay? I've got this. I have a new spell, which I want to try out. Right. Um, so, I'm going to uh, do a cursory glance around us and just make sure that we haven't been followed. Yeah, uh, nobody has followed you. Uh, if anything, you can see that there's kind of like a uh, a more like hunched over looking humanoid. Uh, they seem to be a half elf, a little bit more gaunt in the face. Uh, possibly like they haven't been eating nearly as well as they should be. Uh, and you see them kind of like look at you and then walk over uh, and open up the door uh, that is on the central tower of this windmill and then they walk inside. Okay. So, quick question. And I think I'm reading this right. Detect thoughts. They only need to do the save and no one probing if I try to probe deeper. Yes. Right? Okay. Because uh, it says um, questions verbally directed can shape its thoughts so I can initially see what's they first think of if they lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I would like to cast that on myself before we go in. Okay. It lasts a minute, so we have a minute to interrogate this dude. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> uh, you and Nim Two uh, decide to proudly go into the butcher shop where no men have gone before, uh, and you open up the door and you can just see that there is just this hulking red dragonborn, uh, no tail like some dragonborn that we know. Uh, who just has his hand raised up with a large butcher's axe and then he brings a uh, cleaver and then he brings it back down uh, on this large hunk of meat that he has set up. Uh, and then the blade sinks into the table uh, and he kind of rights himself, rinses his hands and then turns around. So, a customer. What can I do for you? Hey. What are you doing with that thing? We have a message or questions. They didn't trust it to let it this time. I can communicate and I'll talk in his head, similar to like this, but with the robot. And I'd say, Hubris, you can translate, you can talk and translate through my head because I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> What's the letter? You said you had a letter for me. What is it? Hubris, he wants you to say what he should say. Uh, I have no idea. I just, um, 
the lady wants to the lady uh wants to know if a split lift split lipped half orc was here no at least still it's lie no he's telling the truth he hasn't seen a split lip split lipped half orc does he still have the object I gave him? No. Quizzical head turn. Um. Oh, does the guy think of the object? Uh, when he does, uh, you see that it is this. Because uh, you can get, like, a visual representation of it. Uh, that's Torvash. Yeah, Torvash. What does Detect Thoughts do? Um, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. Um, what it's most on its mind. It doesn't really say how it appears. Yeah. No, so you you can feel him thinking about different things that he would have possibly been given uh and then quickly recalls stone and that's when he says no okay um whom did you give it to none of the lady's business did he think of who he gave it to uh you see uh that it is uh like, you kind of get the image of what looks to be a human man. Uh, kind of longer, dark hair, clean-shaven. Not one of those noble people, right? Mm, are you thinking the Castle Lanterns? Or yeah. Castle Lantern? No, it's not one of them. Oh, no. What are you doing now, Jubris? Ask him if you bought it. <laughs> yeah. Um was that item bought or given? It's just I have a question. Shoot. The two of you. Don't actually shoot, but go on. Why? Why are you coming in here asking questions? I did my job fulfilled my end of a bargain so why am I getting heat I mean as he says that there's some uh, there's a little bit of flames that kind of uh, come out of his mouth there was an incident the other night and the lady just wants to make sure everything's still good you probably heard about the invasion death yeah that's when he came to see me the first time so what's changed we're just making sure everything worked out fine. Oh, I'm awesome. He... Oh, um, I guess the person who incited that riot got away. So he's out here. Wait, what? The, the split lift, ha the person who incited uh, okay. that riot got away. So we're just trying to protect her interests. <laughs> Which in line is of your interests, so actually we're trying to help you out. And that he kind of leans back and grabs a grabs the cleaver that was on the table. 
and he just like tight grips it and says, I did my end. Good day. Just if you think of anything else. Fuck off. Did he think of anything else when I said that? Uh, yeah, you got a very stark <laughs> fuck off. Good day to you, sir. Like to name your business. How much for some bacon? That's actually a pretty reasonable deal. <laughs> I... Ask if he has sausage. And sausage, you have sausage. <laughs> I got plenty. Okay, so, I have, so how much for like? How much? Um, see, I need to see all people. One of them's like Goliath. How much you got? <laughs> I have 30 pounds of bacon. Price. I have a barrel of sausage. Price. You're going to be looking at one gold per pound bacon. You do like five pounds of bacon. Mates rates. What'd you say? Sorry. Mates rates. But we're friends or not. I have never seen you before in my entire goddamn life. Yeah, but if it's decent bacon, you could see me more often. There's an audible eye roll as (laughs) Nim2 walks out the door. It's the best okay. bacon you'll ever eat. Yeah, so how about you just give me some so I can make you're, sure. You're, you're dipping into Wolf. You're dipping into Wolf. Bring it back. <laughs> just pay the man. Pay the man. Fine. And he, he sees that Nim has kind of walked off. Uh, and then he looks at you. And he just like, and you're still like, maybe we could work out a friend's deal. And he looks at you and says, I could cut you a deal. Okay. On one condition. I need to hear it first before I agree to it, because one time, oh, yeah, no, it didn't work out well. Uh, and that is when he actually walks over towards where the door is that Nim2 has stepped out of, uh, and he closes it, and then you see him lock it. There are any evil thoughts? I'm assuming this is towards the Your end of my Your spell mind. has run out at this time. <laughs> and he looks at you and says, I have the best meats in town. I can't get any from that bot, but I can get some from you. And he but levels his cleaver carriage, towards you. <laughs> and that is where we are going to call it for tonight. So, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who's decided to come by and enjoy our trip through the streets of Waterdeep. It turns out there's a dragon man who is in the mood to nibble on a bard. What the fuck, Endor? <laughs> Carriage! Wait, how does that thing work? Do I just need to know someone's there? <laughs> just yell it! Just yell it! Uh, but yes, yeah, so... I to them. Oh, shit. Uh, so... We are going to pick up next week uh, as our as uh, our dear friend Thrakus gets to know our 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 friend uh, Torvesh a little bit more a little bit more uh, up close and personal. 
But uh, other than that, you find us here. Same same bat time, same bat place. Most days throughout the week, we have a Patreon, we got Discord, we got all sorts of stuff. But most importantly, we got friendship, including the friendship of the Phantom Four that you guys extended to a robot. So, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, hi, I'm R Justice here on or RJ here on the show. <laughs> you can find me at R Justice Two on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream Overwatch with these lovely people. Um, you can catch me on the Monday show as Calum, and on Saturday coming up on Monster of the Week at Pro Restarters Channel at 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Graybeard, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm Graybeard. Yep. Yeah. I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> I'm Graybeard of Graybeard's Tavern. You can find me here, of course, being Gronk Vorblast. Um, and on Thursdays, now you can see me as uh, Bavard Chanson, a uh, diplomat on Pro Restarters channel at 1 o'clock on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we are playing Glue Rose, Ooh. the game of romantic fantasy. Um, and uh, let's see, other than that, Sundays, uh, Sunday, 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 we, of course, play Darkest Dungeon with, uh, you know, all the props in the universe. So uh, come check us out. All right. Awesome. And LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm LB Hack em Up. I am on here Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, and on starting this Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be also on Pro Stars channel uh, doing a, a birthright campaign. Um, where you can find all of my cats. Um, and on, on Sunday, I am in, on Encounter Roleplay's channel um, playing in a fate game um, as the uh, quote-unquote cute, nerdy bookworm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Barry, where can we find you? What do you do? I come here where next week I'll be playing actual game 2 as Torvash is going to die. Um, make the best bacon in the world. We have stats yeah. for Warforged. You could totally do it. <laughs> we got it covered. No matter what, Barry will be here next week. Um, <laughs> then there's Twitter and Twitch. Yeah. Right. I don't know what else. I don't think I have anything else. Gen Con, August, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you, uh, if you guys want to see all of these lovely faces in person uh, for the most time, like I know that I am going to be enjoying seeing for the first time then you guys should totally meet us at Gen Con. It'll be rad. Um, more details to come about that. Like, I know I'm going to be letting people know what my panel schedules are just because I want to meet people, and I also want to enjoy panels and such. Um, we've, got, we've already got badges and hotel rooms. That's how committed we are. Yes. And you could totally wait three hours online like Wings did with Steven that one time. Oh. Yeah, no, we saw Ack Inc. live, and I am over Jerry Holkins' shoulder in the live recording, so to me, it was <laughs> worth it. But uh, if you are looking for other videos to possibly catch this face in, uh, you can check out our VOD on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash theindooradventurer. There is also the VODs on Twitch, which if you are watching this here on Twitch, then I'm assuming you know where to find us, but if not... 
twitch.tv slash the indoor adventurer there is also our patreon which we have up for uh patreon slash the indoor adventurer which on friday uh we are going to be having a special one shot that is going to be uh not patron exclusive but patreon exclusive so it's only going to be found there so if you want to find out what Corey was doing on the moon uh while she was gone from yesterday's game you can check us out on patreon which again, patreon.com slash the indoor adventurer. Uh, then we also have our other podcasts that you can listen to, uh, which is on the audio platforms of Podbean, iOS, Google Play, Spotify, aka Spoofy, uh, as well as any of your standard audio podcast listening formats. Uh and that is my spiel about where you can find more of us uh, because we are going to now be going into our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, which if you are a patron, you get access to. Uh, otherwise, feel free to, to ask us questions anyway, and we'll do our best to answer them in Knights in the Courtyard. So until next week, we will see you guys later. Oh, and I also do Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday I have another stream that I do that's video game based. So if you are like, ah, Endor plays too much tabletops, they'll come watch me punch things in Dark Souls because that's what that game needed was a difficulty curve. Uh, so we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you guys.